What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This What's On Tap Radio On Demand episode is presented by Cast Branding. Cast Branding supplies breweries, distilleries, and wineries with custom merchandise and branding. A member of the Texas Craft Brewers Guild, Cast Branding is a local-based company that can make your brand stand out with class. Why go out of town or use multiple suppliers for your branded merchandise? That's just ignorant. Go to castbranding.com, castbranding.com. Enjoy the show. Oh, where's the email? Uh, okay, here it is, here it is, here it is. The email is Christmas carols from hell. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, wow. Hey, guys, here's a Christmas list of Christmas carols from hell. Uh, it includes a few of these if you want to sprinkle them through the show. So, Oh, uh, right. Oh. He says play them through the show. I like that. So Tiny Tim's White Christmas starts it off. No. <laughs> Wait a minute, this is Tiny Tim's White Christmas? White Christmas. Bing Crosby, eat your heart out. (laughs) That's all you got to say, Chad. That's all you got to say. You know, that's gold. (laughs) I mean, honestly, that's gold. Oh, wow. All right, who's ready ready to go on the air? Is that fan on? Do you want it on a little higher? Uh, I'm good with the fan. I'm not a big fan of the oscillating thing. I like it when it's just on me and I get to keep it for myself. We all do. It's Christmas and that's all I want. I want that fan blowing on me. And I want to hear Tiny Tim sing White Christmas. One more time, and then never, never again. again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chad, I think we're ready to do a radio program. I'm way ready because glass is empty. All right. Um, get ready, Mario. This is about to be good radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to me, a craft brewer is much more of a mindset. We just opened two cans. So. Uh, spread the gospel of good beer. Tons and tons of stuff going on in the beer world. I love craft beer. I love different people's beers. It's a brewer's favorite. <laughs> Cheers to all us beer geeks and those new to the craft. A What's on Tap high five. <laughs> this is What's on Tap Radio. Beer and the culture that flows with it. Here's beer guru James Simpson and beer logics Chad Pilbeam. Let's get festive. It's only the holiday season. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Welcome to What's on Tap Radio. We are such in a festive mood right now. I think you need to say it like this. Oh, what's on tap radio? (laughs) What the heck? Well, (laughs) this is a gift in itself. We are starting off the show this week with Christmas carols from hell. As one listener sent us an email. What's on tap radio at gmail.com. And was saying, hey, guys, I have. Christmas songs from hell, if you can play these through the show. You got it! All you gotta do, just send us an email. Well, welcome to What's on Tap Radio. I am your guru, James Simpson. It's Studio S on the west side of town. Also joining us in studio, Mario Ortiz, our uh, start drinker of the week. Yes, because uh, the livers this week, we need we need to go to the bullpen and to, in order to finish these. Because James and I normally do the show in different studios because of uh, logistics. But today... 
we are hanging out in the same studio S. Yeah. Which generally means we're going to open a few more beers. Yep. And uh, it's yep. going to happen. It's that, it, it's going to work that, that way. That beautiful voice you hear, besides Tiny Tim, <laughs> is Beer Logic Chad Pillbeam, oh, who's man, I hope also I have, uh, in studio. I hope I have something on Tiny Tim, and, man. Uh, we got a fun show planned. I mean, we've got a lot of stories that have to do with the holidays. Right, a lot of stories that have to round out the year, and maybe we'll do some predictions for next year. We will. But before we get underway, we got to do some housekeeping, meaning we got to thank some sponsors that allow us to stay on the radio. Wonderful sponsors that I hope you would go out and support this holiday season and any time of the year. That being Southern Star Brewing, No Label Brewing, Buffalo Bayou Brewing, Beer Logic Conference and Events, Galaxy Jewelers, The Backyard Grill, and of course sponsoring our podcast, which is literally everywhere. Here we go. Cast branding. James is so proud I of am. the effort that he put in. We are on every podcast platform from Uzbekistan to Chile. And if you can do us a favor, go give it a like. Go give us a review, whatever, if it's like four stars, five stars. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Give us five. a rating because the algorithms are based on uh, what you rate us. Right. So. so after you listen to the show, if you're really disappointed, still give us five stars. Yes, that's what my mom says. Please. And if you don't feel like doing it, have a beer first, then go give us five stars. Speaking of having a beer, this is how we kick off the show. James and I, we have to drink. Bring because, a beer to the table. Yep. By the way, uh, I was on a flight here. I'm going to tell you a little bit about that flight, but somebody asked me, do you drink beer when you do the show? Number one question we get asked. I know. And so James brings well, a beer. Well, it's the second most common question. The first question is, oh, is that like a podcast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's on the radio. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> a podcast, but it's it's on, on the, the radio. radio. Yeah. And anyway, and it's available on podcast. Yeah. James brings a beer. I bring a beer here. Brought to the table this week. Sponsored to you by our friends, Houston's Most Creative Brewery and longtime partners of the show, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company and uh, James... Do you want to go first? Oh, I can do that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna allow I'm gonna allow the uh, stunt drinker here in studio Mario, Mario to determine what beer we're gonna be bringing to the table because we've been promoting uh, the bombers over at uh, Buffalo Bayou Brewing yes, Company. Great holiday gift. One of that being uh, gingerbread stouts, and the other being Felice Navidad. Feliz Navidad. So I have both of them right here. I'm gonna allow Mario oh, to, wow. allow, to pick. Which one we're going to crack for this week's Brought to the Table. Now, here's one. Here's I'm going to throw a curveball in it. This Gingerbread Stout from 2013. Whoa. This one, a Fleece Navidad from 2018. All right? Okay. Well, so you got to pick quick, all right, Mario? Which one? We Three, got? two, one. Which one? 13 it is. All I figured right. he's going to do that one. I'm glad he did because I kind of knocked this over and shook it up a little bit. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. We don't have... Here, here you go. There you go. Yep. Got a bar blade on this because it's a wax tip bottle. And I noticed it was an aged and older bottle of beer. Why? Because, well, the, the labels have since been updated. Yep. And that gingerbread stout looks like first generation. That's OG right there. Again, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company with a beautiful scenic overview of downtown Houston. The restaurant there is open seven days a week. You can go there, hang out, get a great view of downtown, and try any number of these, but also pick up the bombers to go. Now, Mario, you'll notice it says born on 2013, so that's authentic right there. So what we're going to determine, whether or not the, you get the gingerbread, nutmeg, or did it mellow out, or is it still prevalent? Okay, I'll answer the question. The answer to the question is yes. Yes, you get the gingerbread. Yes, you get the nutmeg. Yes, it mellowed out all the way around. It's straight up. It, it doesn't taste like old beer because no, because of the wax tip on it. It's not oxidized. No, it's not. And and it's but just it's like smooth. Everything chilled. It just all, all the relaxed. Uh, all the the spices kind of just married together and was like, hey, let's let's form a community, right? When I, when I took a sip of this, it just reminded me of the holidays when that weird uh, uh, relative decides not to come by, and you're like, oh. 
So that's what I'm bringing <laughs> to the table. Mario, our stone drinker here in studio, picked the 2013 Gingerbread Stout, which is out now. Go grab it. It's a great beer for the holidays, or great beer year-round because they do sell it in July for Christmas in July. Yeah. But uh, this is at, what is the alcohol by volume? I don't know off the top of my a lot. head. But, uh, it's a lot. We'll determine that here in a, in a bit. But, yeah, it's gingerbread stout, malt liquor, brewed with spices, and that's what I'm bringing. Hey, to Mario, me. you want to join the research team? Tell us what the ABV is on this gingerbread stout. As Chad tells us what he's bringing to the table. Well, I'm going to bring this to the table, and you know we're getting close to coming up on a break here. So I'm going to open it, and we're going to let it rest. But James and I, we, uh, we had this, kind of the same thought. And this is out of Mario's personal cellar. Keeping in the spirit with aged beers and beers you want to share. This is a 2017 Smoke on the Bayou, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. And uh, the really cool thing about this beer, so pay attention, even if you're not from Houston, this is a cool concept. What they did is they took the malts and they gave it to five different smokehouses and restaurants to smoke the malts. And they took that and then they got the malts back from the different smokehouses, and then put it into the beer. And that's the base of this. So I'm going to open up Smoke on the Bayou 2017. Thanks to Mario Ortiz, our stunt beer drinker, helping us out this week. And uh, that's what I brought to the table. We're going to crack it and taste it on the next segment here. But James brought... The Gingerbread Stout coming at 10% alcohol by volume from 2013. I told you it was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> double digits. This is why we have a stunt beer drinker. Yeah, that's why we do. All right, we got a lot on tap this week. A lot of fun stories. A lot of stories that have to do with the holidays, including we have a Christmas tree PSA. But we have to look back at the year in beer in 2021. And uh, is it the year of optimism here in uh, for craft beer? That's that's going to be a question. So all this and so much more, including hold my beer and watch this, fun facts, all coming up. We'll be right back. Did you know that six beers a day can reduce your risk of giving a rat's ass? What's on tap? Radio. Radio. Hey, it's Beer Guru James Simpson from What's on Tap Radio. I love, love hanging out over at Southern Star Brewing Company in Conroe, Texas. It's fun for the entire family. They have a TV with sports playing, great food trucks, plenty of sodas for the kiddos and the designated drivers, but let me not forget about the delicious beer. On our recent visit, I walked into the spacious second-level tap room and Keith, name drop, the event coordinator, was behind the bar and he asked what he could get for me. Normally on my first round, I'm going with something lighter, like the Bombshell Blonde, Strawberry Blonde, maybe even the Southern Brunch. Not this time. I looked up on the tap wall and a smile came across my face when I saw the triumphant return of Valkyrie Double India Palel, Volume 4. This beer is made for the Viking in you. On the palate, the beer is dry, but contains enough malt character to balance out the dominant flavors of ripe grapefruit and canned and citrus, finishing with a slight spiciness. And it's on tap and found around town for a limited time. Look out for more exciting Southern Star beers being released. Keep up with them on their social at Southern Star Brewing. That's at Southern Star Brewing. And online at SouthernStarBrewing.com, SouthernStarBrewing.com. Southern Star Brewing, beer for people who like beer. Cheers. Tiny Tim's sister. <laughs> Look, we know there are a lot of starving artists out there that would love to get their version of whatever Christmas song it is on the adult contemporary stations. Mm-hmm. That will never see the light of day. But that's why What's on Tab Radio is around. <laughs> but do we do we know who the listener who sent this to us? I, oh, you know what? I don't. I'll pull it up. But right, yeah, so we got an email, and it, 
the, the title of the email is Christmas Carols from Hell. <laughs> By the way, so far, two for two, accurate as can be. Now, there's 12 of them on this list. so We're uh, not going to play all 12. No. <laughs> I assure you. I've, I've already put in one request with our technical producer to make sure that we get one song on um, for the end of the year. Because, you know, we're kind of Did winding. you know, I didn't know this. This is a fun fact. That this is from Wing. And South Park even parodied her back in the day. Wow. So, okay. So, yeah, we're just giving love to some of the artists that don't make it onto the big top adult contemporary stations that are playing the Christmas carols. Yeah, like, last week, we played all the B-sides. Right. This music that doesn't get played on it. Because, you know, people like the Michael Buble and the, and the Mariah Carey. I think it's pronounced bubble. Whatever it is. <laughs> but what about those artists that are like, hey, I have a version. <laughs> We got you covered. We can do a cover, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I walked through the mall. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, again, oh, welcome man. back to What's On Tap Radio. We're having and some fun this week because we are in the holiday mood. And I'm thirsty. And Chad's in town in Studio S here, the west side of town. <laughs> and he's cracking the beer that he brought to the table. There it is from Mario Ortiz's personal seller, the 2017 Smoke on the Bayou. Uh, by the Buffalo way, that's Bayou the fourth Brewing. time we mentioned him. I'm going to invoice him on that, by the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we love Mario. Oh so we're, we're looking oh, to have oh, more. Oh, 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 no. Uh -oh. oh, this is not good. Okay, so he it, opened it and it started foaming we, up this happens. immediately. This can happen. But don't make a mess here. The maid no, just was I, just here. I know. I'm pouring carefully. Yeah, we got maids here at yeah. the studio. Okay, so sorry. I'm away from the mic here. Sorry. Uh, generally, when you open a bottle that hasn't been shaken and you get a lot of carbonation in the head, starts just foaming out of the neck, it's generally a sign that um, it may... Be done. Um, but I hope not. I hope not either, but I'm going to take a sip here. Uh -huh. mm. What's the verdict there, Chad? We're solid. We're solid. We're clear. We're good. <laughs> Smoke on the Bayou is delicious. But again, with this being now four years old, Smoke on the Bayou 2017, smooth. I mean, there is not like the smoke is tame. Yeah, the it, smoke is definitely on the back burner. And here this, this right here, normally the smoke is a lot more pronounced on this beer, but this one here, it comes off almost a little, well, it is a Scotch Ale. So yeah. it comes off like a Scotch Ale. This is going to be hard to understand, but the smokiness is not there, but you still get roast, some roastiness to it. Almost not like, not like coffee roastiness, but. I know where you're going. It, it's kind of hard. I to, get, I get, I get a lot of the Scotch Ale characteristics in this because that is the base beer. So again, brought to the table, brought to you this week by Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company, located in Houston, overlooking the Houston skyline and where you can go and pick up these bombers. Make a nice gift. Yeah, look, if you got some family or friends coming in town for the holidays and you're looking for a place to go, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company is an amazing place to showcase the beautiful skyline of downtown Houston. And, of course, the menu over there that they have, Chef oh, Arash. Stupid good. Name drop for Chef Arash. Yep, do it. Start dropping bottle caps, man. He had to take the wax off the bottle cap. <laughs> well, no, I have Well, you no got the no-label bottle uh, cap somewhere. Where are they? It dropped it. We, we dropped table. it, and it's on the floor. The maid came. She's got to pick that up, too. <laughs> got to wait two weeks for her to pick that but, up. <laughs> again, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. It's a place for you, if you ever come in town, because we're, listen, we're heard all across the country. If you ever come to the Houston market, make sure to stop by Buffalo Bayou Brewing. Because people go online, they're like, hey, coming to Houston, what's some uh, recommendations for some breweries? Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. You're going to get some good food, good beer, and good view. Hey, can I give a public service announcement for oh, all listeners everywhere? We're actually going to give one about a Christmas tree later, though, I, but okay. I have a public service announcement here real quick. Um, whenever you're on one of the beer forums online, whether it's Facebook or Reddit or whatever, and somebody says, hey, I'm visiting city XYZ. It could be Keokuk, Iowa, or it could be Grand Rapids, Michigan, Allegan, Houston, wherever. 
And somebody says, what's a good brewery to go to? Okay, first of all, they could do a Google search and get that. But when you start recommending breweries that are 70, 80, 90 miles away. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't know know what part of Houston you were going to be in. Staying staying in downtown, what's a good brewery? Oh, Galveston Island Brewery, man. Oh, it's a good brewery. Yeah. But they're staying in downtown. Right, it's 65 miles away. <laughs> like we're not we're not knocking Galveston Island Brewery, but no. there are plenty of breweries around downtown. Oh, so you're gonna be by the George R. Brown Convention Center? Sweet. Go on go check out Brazos Valley Brewing. Which in is Brenham. in Brenham, which is another <laughs> sixty miles away. Opposite way. All right. So seeing as that public service announcement has been given, it's so you can be kinder in the new year. And now it's time to make you smarter in the new year. Now, the official What's on Tap Radio Fun Fact of the Week. Brought to you by Who's Ever Check Cleared This Week. Telling you, it could be you. <laughs> All right, Mr. Pillowbeam, educate us. All right, buddy. Well, I I don't know if this is really falls in the category of education, but I'll tell you what, it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, if an alcoholic begins to shake and hallucinate from withdrawal of alcohol, it is said that he is experiencing delirium tremens, which ironically is the name of a very popular Belgian blonde ale, and it even has a pink elephant on the label to how, capture the imagination. How long does that last, though? I don't know. Oh, okay. Do I look like a doctor? Do I? I'm a professor, not a doctor. Okay? Fair enough. There's no MD in my name. Fair enough. <laughs> but pink elephants are the hallucination, but so are flying dogs, which is also the image and namesake of a one-time Colorado brewery, now Maryland Brewery, where the brewery insists that the owner was sipping one of his beers one day and looked up at the night sky and saw a flying dog, and that's where the name came from. But we know that he was friends with Hunter S. Thompson, and they were in the mountains of Colorado. Wait, does he know us? Hunter S. Thompson? No, not yet. Oh. I'm trying to get... I don't even know if he's still alive. I have no idea, but... Mario! <laughs> Google it. <laughs> this is why we have a research team. Uh, the the thing about Hunter S. Thompson is, is there's a better chance that they were uh, tripping on LSD and they were seeing hallucinations up there, and that's where the artwork came from. So I wondered, how drunk would you have to be or have been to have seen pink elephants after sobering up, and how drunk would you be, have to be to see flying dogs in the sky? Now, we know the longest hangover ever recorded was four weeks. The highest blood alcohol content ever recorded was 1.480. Keep in mind, that's 18 and a half times greater than the legal limit, but we can't really calculate how drunk you'd have to be in order to see those hallucinations flying dogs, and, well, pink elephants. But I wondered, what about flying reindeer? Whoa. Trippy, right? Okay. Turns out the legend behind flying reindeer is based on true events. What? Chad, are you saying that reindeer really uh, flew? Yeah, I know. I've seen Santa. I'm telling you, yes, sort of. In Siberia, reindeer roam freely, as do wild mushrooms, and the caribou eat them, and, well, they start to act like Hunter S. Thompson, and, well, the Siberians look over, and they notice those uh, reindeer are so high, they're flying, and, well, they're sitting there sipping on their Siberian beverages and watching the caribou trip all out, and uh, they themselves either high on the on the magic mushrooms or drunk themselves, start behaving the way a drugged reindeer behaves, or Hunter S. Thompson. And uh, the legend of the flying reindeer was born. But as much as I enjoyed reading this, I thought, well, what about the jolly fat man? By the way, I'm not even sure we were allowed to call him that. Mm, it's isn't not that, politically isn't, correct Isn't that anymore. body shaming? Yeah, that's yeah, body shaming. Sorry about that. All right, sorry. Anyway, the dude wears red and white, which not by coincidence is the same color of the magic mushrooms. He should wear black. It makes him look, look slimmer. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and yeah, thin, you know, extra wide pinstripes. <laughs> so, you know, anyway, uh, but Santa's not drinking because he's responsible. 
You know, he's, he's got to show up for all the kids, so he's not drinking. But your official What's on Tap Radio fun fact of the week is that if Santa Claus stopped at every believer's house and had a beer at every believer's house in the course of the 24-hour period, he, again, drinking a 5% ABV beer, would have a blood alcohol content of 0.375 in the first second of his nightly <laughs> delivery. And by the end of the night, Santa's blood alcohol content would be just under 2 million at 1,995,441.525. This certified by Ernst & Young. Ladies and gentlemen, that is your official What's on Tap Radio fun fact of the week. Which could be brought to you by you. <laughs> Get a hold of us. What's on Tap Radio at gmail.com. BAC just under 2 million. <laughs> uh, Hunter S. Thompson died February 20th, 2005. Thank Bonus you. fun fact. Thank you, Mario, for that. So, see, you're going to learn something by listening to What's on Tap Radio. Hope you're enjoying it. Uh, man, these beers are good. I know. Yeah. Anybody want to come in and, and fill in? Because I'm going to take a nap. Yeah, Chad's going to need Big nap. beers. Yeah, we got some big beers. I don't even know the ABV on the Smoke on the Bayou, but we got to take a break. Coming up, still got a lot to get to. We got the year in beer for 2021. The Brewer Association took a look back at the year and see it marked both recovery and relief. But uh, we'll look at those numbers. So this is what's on tap radio. Hang with us. Much more to discuss. We'll be right back. Beer. It's like pouring smiles on your brain. What's on Tap Radio continues. Out on the oasis of Highway 290, where you're looking for great craft beer, there is a destination and proud sponsor of What's on Tap Radio, The Backyard Grill. Now, why is it a destination? Well, let's see. 48 craft beer taps out there, and they keep the lines fresh and clean, rotating the beers all the time, serving everything in proper glassware. Families, guess what? You got kids? Moms, dads, you guys, you want to go out there for a family dinner? Guess what? Monday, kids eat cheap, 99 cents. That's right. Go out there, 12 and under. You can go out there and eat for under a buck. And Wednesdays, kids 12 and under eat free. And the fun part, families get together, go out there for a great meal, great beer. You're sipping on that and just enjoying something off the wood fire grill. Great kids menu. And kids eat free while doing arts and crafts and getting visits from your favorite characters that's right they have something special every wednesday for kids so family-centric giving back to the community great craft beer and great food thebackyardgrill.com thebackyardgrill.com wait for it this is so soft. I'm serious. See, just don't get the love on the adult contemporary stations. <laughs> Trans Siberian, eat your heart out. <laughs> Welcome back to What's on Tap Radio. Feeling festive. Got uh, Mario here in the studio as our stunt drinker. Of course, uh, Mr. Chad Pillabeam. Flew it all the way from Michigan because we had our year, uh, year of the end of the year. I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's our it's our annual business meeting. Yeah, business it, meeting. Because for tax purposes, you have to have one. Yeah, and then also I take lots of pictures of. Yes. I do Facebook lives to that, prove to Uncle Sam <laughs> that we did in fact have our annual business meeting. So check it right off his flight and everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's also important to develop the show and, and the IRS and make is like, plan. I'm sorry, what's going on over there? Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't <laughs> actually just sit around and say, all right, you want to do a show today? Yeah, let's do a show today. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. Whatever comes out of our mouth. No, we this produced radio. We think about the stories because we want to add value 
to you, the yeah. listeners. And look, I, I get it. You, you listen to the show, and I'm like, those guys are too silly. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Yes, we're silly, but there is still a lot of research, a lot of stuff I, that goes on to in each show. I was going to say the silliness actually is spontaneous because we have a produced about half the stories we never even get to. Oh, yeah. There's, we, I'm there's, looking at a one sheet right now full of stuff well, that we probably won't get we'll to. We'll get to week. like maybe 50%. Yeah. And, and that's the crazy thing about doing radio like this. But anyway, as, as James said, uh, we did have our business meeting over at The Backyard Grill. Proud sponsors of What's on Tap Radio. want to yep. thank Mark McShaffrey. And also say thank you to everybody who came out and uh, yeah, it was came a, out to the beer dinners. You did a beer dinner over there? Yeah, and, did uh, be, yes. That's, uh, that's actually really why Chad's in town. <laughs> Hey, yeah. Chad, you want to come host a couple of beer dinners? Hey, James, you want to do a, a radio no, show? No, it wasn't even like that. It wasn't even like that. It was like, Chad was like, hey, uh, I'll be in town. <laughs> I'm going to be in town. I'm like, all right, cool. Here, we're going to do this, this, this. And he's like, wait, what? No, what? No, 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 no. You got to work around my schedule. Yeah, no, I wanted to go to, you know, see the NASA and do all the touristy things that uh, tourists do when they come to town. If NASA, <laughs> you mean no label? Yeah, that's where I'm going. All right. You know, that's where I went rather. Uh, but no, there's a lot of research that goes on to the sh- into the show. And like Chad just did, he just did a fun fact. And that was not off the top of the dome. No, he actually went to a brewery for five hours, drank two beers, and came up with that fun fact. Just to find out that reindeer caribou in Siberia eat red and white magic mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> See? You wouldn't have known that if you weren't listening to What's on Tap Radio. What does that have to do with beer? Well, Santa wears red and white, and if he were to have a beer at every single stop, he'd have a BAC of just under two million. By the way, well, a listener did check my math on that, and they said I was off by like like point eight. Mm. So, well, uh, sorry. About I want to piggyback off your fun fact because I like Ooh. to drop fun facts too. Yeah, it's just not official, right? So, yeah, you're not sponsoring this one when you sponsor. No, the fun no, fact. no. This is just an added value. Right. So, if you were to sponsor, you'd be like, man, I get a lot of value for that. Well, we'd have charged more for this one. Not really. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> drinking beer in space, something I often think about. Like, what would it be like to drink beer in space? Yeah, they're putting people up there on rockets all the time. Yeah, this my, is, yeah, yeah, it's like going to get groceries. Let's but, go. But actually. I have some bad news for you if you're uh, wanting to go to space and drink some beer. Uh, it's actually impossible. Impossible? Impossible because it remains foam. The bubbles of carbon dioxide are in carbonated beverages aren't buoyant in weightless environments. Hmm. Now, c- could you take flat beer up there? You can probably take flat beer. Okay. All right. Yeah, All right. but uh, if you're thinking on going to space. Going to crack one? Crack cold one. <laughs> not going to happen. Not going to happen. Oh, I have a thought. This okay. is this this is how the I show I literally just saw the light bulb go. Yeah, it did. Boom, on Chad's dome. So if you were on the launch pad and chugged a beer and the beer was in your stomach and not all the carbonation had been burped out yet and then got launched into space, Mm-mm. would your stomach explode? No, I don't think so. Whoa. No. Yeah. I, I don't think so. This is what happens when you start with two bombers of 10% beer. Well, that's what I'm going to get at because we are talking about beer and the first segment we brought the Gingerbread Stout, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company, I gave Mario the options of which beer I'm going to bring, the Felice Navidad or the Gingerbread Stout. He went with the Gingerbread Stout. Chose wisely. That's from good. 2013. And then you brought the Smoke in the Bayou. 
Uh, what's the ABV on this? Nine. Oh, it's a nine. <laughs> yep. So we got some beers up there. Yeah, so 10 plus nine. So we're drinking 19% beer. That's, oh, wait. A lot different that's, that's than not how the math works. Uh, a, a few weeks ago. Chad decided to do an experiment on the show, and he brought a six-pack of Heineken's 0.0 beer and drank all six of them on the show just to see if he can maybe get a buzz. Get, just yeah, to be honest, like I, I, I disclosed it. I said, look, for medical reasons, I have to drink non-alcoholic beer this week. And there are a lot of people doing that. It's it's and, a very and, okay, progressive The market. question is, did you, in fact, feel a little bloated? Yes. Drinking six beers by myself? Yes. But no, no buzz? Not at all. Zero. Yeah. It was a 0. 0.0 experience. <laughs> well, there's this uh, lawsuit that's now uh, going after Heineken 0. 0.0 beer for containing as much as... 0.03% alcohol. There's a lawsuit? There's a lawsuit. Is it a class action? Nope, just so far. It probably will be a okay. class action. Yes, I felt a buzz. <laughs> I, I definitely had a buzz. But Heineken, pay me. The plaintiff uh, <laughs> argues that some of the customers don't want even a minuscule amount of alcohol. And to use the quote-unquote non-alcoholic label, a brew only has to be less than 0.5% alcohol by ABV. But... Not all terminology is the same. For a drink to be labeled as alcohol-free, the alcohol level has to be literally 0.0. It's like a foot-long sub from Subway that's not 12 inches. Like, well, it's just a name. There was a lawsuit. Yep. And as a result, the labeling of Four Heineken, 0.0, the Dutch brand's alcohol-free beer that launched in the U.S. in 2019, would seem cut and dry beyond stating 0.0 ABV. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Uh, The product is labeled with the phrase alcohol-free. But a recent lawsuit suggests that the beer shouldn't be called 0.0 at all. I, I, I tend to agree. So a Louisiana woman is suing Heineken USA, saying the Heineken 0.0 label is misleading because it actually contains a tiny 0.03% alcohol. So much so much for rounding down. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you yeah. round down and you think, yeah, you're safe. So on Heineken 0.0's uh, fact page, the brand states that it contains an extremely small amount of alcohol, maximum 0.03% ABV and the lawsuit states the customers do, who do not wish to ingest even the minuscule of amount of alcohol contained in this product consumers should be given the option of being fully informed of the ingredients i.e. alcohol content and the product even if it contains less than 0.03% alcohol but in the end the plaintiff says she wants she wanted to purchase a product with no alcohol and not even a minuscule of alcohol and this is false and deceptive representation. She has purchased the NA beer. Therefore, she has suffered damages. Yeah, I... Uh, she suffered damages. Yes, Dad. well, she did. Because I, I actually did a little research on here. She did suffer damages. She gave some to her third grade son, and he failed a math test. And that... Oh, do you remember Dak Shepard? He uh, gave his kid the, uh, non-alcohol, the non-alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And they, everybody I, lost was, their mind. It was like on a Zoom or something. Right. And everybody lost their mind. Right. But so. see, but see, that kid get, probably got 0.0. But uh, the, the woman who's filing the complaint, yeah, her son failed a math test. You know that some listeners are like, wait a minute. It does contain alcohol. I'm suing. Wait, Kona beer's not brewed in Japan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're telling her about Red Stripe. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yep. So uh, James is James is throwing this out. All right. Well, here. Speaking of lawsuits and <laughs> people getting sued, rest assured, there's a the law is in full of force right now in stadiums and arenas around the country. And I've re- I'm seeing these stories pop up, and it's kind of stupid because with the price of beer going up, what's what is with people throwing beer? 
Oh, yeah. It's popping up all over the place. They throw it on the, on, the, on the field. They throw it on the field. They throw it in the face of other fans. There was a Pittsburgh Steelers game, and there was a Baltimore Ravens fan there. Turned around, took the whole beer, and just splat, just threw it right in this guy's face. I'm like, it was like 15 bucks. I just don't get it. I don't understand why, they, why, why they're doing this. And so we, we had that happen. And then uh, at a CFL game, that's Canadian Football League, there was a Toronto Argonaut player. I, don't, I actually had to look up what an Argonaut was. An Argonaut is... A football player from Toronto who, whenever an opposing fan spits beer on them, climbs into the stands and fights them. That's what an Argonaut is. Um, because that's exactly what happened. It's and funny opposed- there's a term for that. Yeah, I know. Actually, it's an octopus. Oh. But, yeah, I know. Sorry. Everybody's like, that's not true, Chad. <laughs> yeah, we, we can joke around here. But this story right here, I, I this one kind of throws me off a little bit here. Um, out of the MLS, that's Major League Soccer Cup Final, the uh, New York City Football Club, yeah, they, they were doing all right. They were playing Portland and playing the Portland Timbers. And, uh, yeah, uh, when Jesus Medina celebrating with his team after a goal, the 24-year-old hanging out over there, yeah, well, uh, guess what? A fan threw a beer from the stands. There's video of it, and man, it... And hits him right in a can yeah. of beer and just clocks him. It was yeah, I mean, he hit him straight in the face. So there were two fans together. Uh, I'm not even going to use their names because I'm not going to, you know, it's like, don't shoot the gun, man. Uh, you know what? Oh, by the way, look up the meaning of that song. You'll understand. We're not going to celebrate these guys, but two guys were arrested on charges. should have been. Yep. And so they have been banned from the stadium. Portland Timbers said they are, they're banned for life from Providence Park. But the uh, New York City Football Club players uh, came, rallied around him, got Medina back up, and they end up winning the game in extra time. So actually in, in penalties, the PSA do not throw $15 beers on the field. All right. You're going to get yourself kicked out. Nobody likes throwing, wasting money. All right. Speaking of PSAs, got a Christmas tree PSA coming up. This is what's on tap radio. Hang with us. Much more stuff to discuss. We'll be right back. Beer. It's like pouring smiles on your brain. What's on tap radio continues. Hey, it's Beer Group James Simpson from What's On Tap Radio. Make sure to stay up to date by checking out past shows free on the iHeartRadio app. Just search for What's On Tap Radio. And speaking of past shows, we recently did a broadcast over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company, and we talked to Chef Arash, name drop, about his brand new ballpark-themed menu. Chef Arash has come out with a ballpark-themed dishes perfect to enjoy as you cheer on your favorite team to victory. Gourmet ballpark-themed dishes with a twist like the shoulder pad BLT. Smoked pork shoulder bacon, shredded iceberg lettuce, heirloom tomatoes, garlic aioli on Texas toast. And my favorite, the birria dogs. 44 Farms jalapeno cheese frank, smoked birria, reverse cheese skirt with fresh chopped onions and cilantro. And these are just a couple items found on the sports ball specials menu. Don't forget to wash these down with some delicious buff brews. And a show favorite is the new Mango Crush City IPA. To see the complete menu, follow them on social at Buff Brew. There you can also check out Chef Arash's tips to crush any barbecue, tailgate, or watch party. And online at buffbrew.com. That's buffbrew.com. Cheers. S A N T A. Satan. L A W. Santa Chad. Oh. Santa Claus. Yeah, not hearing this on your adult contemporary. I didn't know Mallrats did a sequel, a Christmas special. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> welcome back. What's on tap radio? Chad, in town, flew in town from Michigan. 
to eat chicken wings and drink beer and talk about how to make the show even better. Satisfy the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> even better for 2022. But uh, Chad apparently got a little PSA for all those that are traveling this holiday season. Oh, yeah. I was. Thank you. I'm so glad you remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I got on the airplane in Grand Rapids. And this is something that if you're in the South, you don't have to experience this. And I didn't, I I wanted to yell at the pilot. He says, yeah, uh, folks, we're going to be just a few minutes delayed here. We need to uh, warm up the hydraulic fluid in the wing. And I was like, what What does it even mean? It means it's too freaking cold out to fly. Oh, (laughs) would you take like the five o'clock flight? Well, no, no, it was, it it was a 7 a.m. flight, but here's the thing. I thought, okay, look, I got up. 10 extra minutes early to go warm up the car before I drove to the airport. Could you get up you 10 extra minutes? So you defrost the windows yes. and warm up the car. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, you know, why didn't, uh, why didn't somebody get up at 10 extra minutes and warm up the hydraulic fluid? So I'm sitting there on the plane next to these two ladies. It's a daughter and, and her mother, and they go and visit national parks together. And they are now listeners of the show. I didn't get their names, but um, they are, uh, they just, just a charming mother and daughter. They were they were a lot of fun to talk to, and and they started sharing the show with their fiance. Oh, I love it! Great people. And we're what well, you're listening. Cheers, happy holidays. So we're sitting there, and all of a sudden we get an announcement. There's a fuel leak on the plane. So I'm what? like, there's no way I'm going to get to Houston today because they're going to bunk kick us off this flight, and they're not going to make it. And they're like, yeah, we just got to wait for the gaskets to warm up, and then it will seal. I'm like, oh, this is safe. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Oh, excuse me. Can I get a beer? Uh, no, sir. There's no alcohol alert on these flights. Damn it. Okay, so now I can't drink, and it's 7 a.m., and I'm wanting one because now there's a fuel leak on my plane, and they're still going to try and get me across Lake Michigan to go to Chicago. So we finally get off the ground because, you know, chances okay <laughs> let's take them all right and the and the mother is sitting there and she's looking out the plane and she says that engine's smoking and i said what she says yeah it's smoking i'm and afraid it- to even ask what airline it is <laughs> don't give it but is this an airline that's i'll tell you what it was definitely not Were you peeling potatoes in the back <laughs> It it wasn't Northeast, okay? <laughs> I'll tell you, I won't tell you what airline it was, but it wasn't Northeast. Gotcha. Okay, and I'm sitting there, and she says, no, the engines, seriously, it's smoking. And I said, why are you telling me this? They already told me I couldn't have any beer guys, on this Come on, put some duct tape on it. You're good to go. Have a good flight, guys. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so this this mother's freaking out, and the, and the daughter's laughing. She's like, oh, my gosh, this is hilarious. And I said, no, it's not. And mom's like, yeah, I'm with him. And so... We are sitting there and staring out there. So public service announcement is for all of you who work in the airline industry, don't tell us there's a fuel leak because we're going to look out the window and see if there's a problem. A safe, a safe one is just at um, the commodes or something. There's backed up. Yeah, so, That's yeah. always a safe one yeah. to go with. We, we, we had to re-air the, t- we had to re- change the air in the tires, yeah. you know, something like anything yeah. except there's a freaking But you know there's that one guy in the business suit who's late for a meeting. He's like, just take the damn, let's go already. <laughs> Sign the paperwork and get these guys out of here. Let's go. We got to clear the terminal. <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway, uh, there's no alcohol still. I uh, just want to go ahead and let everybody know if you're traveling this holiday season and expecting to get a beer on a flight, good luck because that ain't happening right. because people are freaking out. Speaking of beer, speaking of beer, we're out. Out, uh, yeah, we had the gingerbread stout. Speaking of the holidays, getting festive 2013, and then the smoke on the bayou, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. But now it's time to switch up some things. Mario, our stunt drinker here in Studio S, I'm going to allow you to choose which beer we're about to crack. Now, this is from Southern Star Brewing Company's 12 Days of Krampus. Oh, I like this. 
because I haven't had any. And I, I was over at the brewery and I picked up a few more while I was there. So we have. Well, that must uh, be nice. Day eleven, which is the Krampus Leaf, which is a rye beer. Okay. And then we have the uh, Wittersons Holiday Wit beer, day nine. So it's a Holiday Wit versus a rye beer. Now yeah. I'm curious to know what the base is on the rye. Is it just like a rye? I just don't like, know. Like an amber. Type. So Mario, which one are you going to go with? He's pointing at. Yo, you're going with the rye beer. All right, okay, yeah. let's get down on it. All right, so James is going to crack this open, and these Seven are the Star Brewing Company out in Conroe. Our good friends sponsoring the show for a long time. We love those guys. Put out the twelve days of Krampus, which sold out very quickly. And I'm pour some a little. And uh, what's the ABV? I think it's like five percent now. I had all twelve because they did a Facebook or Instagram live every day of the twelve days of Krampus celebrating this twelve pack. And this mm-hmm. is the rye beer. Chad, Chad's more of a rye beer fan than I am. I like, but see, that's the thing is, I like rye, but typically rye has a great flavor. Um, a lot of people say, "Well, rye's spicy." No, rye tastes like rye. Yeah, it's a straight five percent alcohol. It just yeah, a lot of people. Well, yeah, uh, I don't, I don't hate it. I like it. Yeah, I, well, I usually I, rye I, beers are my. Like, this is, but you know what? This I, this really does taste like an American amber ale mm-hmm. to me. I mean, it just I'm not getting a whole lot of. The a lot, a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll make a rye beer, but then they'll put in uh, spicy hops, hops that give it a spice characteristic to it. And then they'll say, oh, yeah, rye. Rye's so spicy. No, it's not. Rye tastes like a rye. So just want to crack that. Good choice, Mario. Good choice. And I will probably be yeah. cracking the other beer here in a little bit. Well, I'm glad you slowed things down a little bit because it was getting hot in here. It is getting a little hot in here. <laughs> but uh, holiday season's here. We're going to talk about some holiday stories, including this PSA. So when I saw this stat, I had a gut feeling that booze had something to do with it. So here's your PSA, because it turns out my instinct was correct. A new survey found 10% of Americans have injured themselves while setting up a Christmas tree. You want to guess why? Uh, because they buy the artificial ones and the little prongs on the end are sharp. Yep, you guessed it. Okay. They're wasted face. Okay, they're drunk. Okay. They're <laughs> drunk. Yep. 18% said they've set up their Christmas tree and decorated while intoxicated. So just under about uh, one in five people. And the same survey found uh, 20% of us have injured ourselves. But uh, the pandemic may have screwed the numbers up somehow. 2019, it was just 9%. I don't buy that really. Why are there Easter eggs on this tree? (laughs) (laughs) So here's some more Christmas tree hazards. Uh, Younger adults are more likely to say they've hurt themselves setting up their tree. 22% of Gen Zers say yes, compared to the 12% of Millennials. 5% of Gen Xers and 3% of Baby Boomers. Yeah, well, Baby Boomers are a little more mature. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. Men are also more, uh, almost twice as likely to admit that they set up a tree while drunk. And 25% of men and 13% of women have. 72% of pet owners say their pets have knocked their tree down or ripped off an ornament before. I thought you were going to say the pet was drunk decorating the tree. In your final stat here, 68% of us have left our tree lights on overnight. I kind of do that. But apparently it's a fire hazard. But, it, oh, it is. But the lights these days, I don't feel it as much as a fire hazard maybe as the lights are 30 years ago. Hey, safety third. I water my artificial tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you have an old lights on the old tree, yeah, you might want to yeah. plug those. But 5% of those who set up their tree this year have lights that uh, are over 10 years old. Might be time to uh, switch out those lights and another 11% don't know how old their lights are. Oh. I think mine are about 8 or 9 years old. Hmm. So our PSA is if you're putting up your Christmas tree this year, which you've already have or haven't, 
well, you're a little late to the game. Maybe not overindulge before you uh, set up a Christmas tree. Yeah. Speaking of Christmas trees, there's a Milwaukee brewery using the wood from the city's official Christmas tree. And That's I what's interesting. It's are, the cities. Right. Do we have time to get to this cut? Yeah, yeah, go All ahead. Right. I know it's track five here, so cue that thing up. But uh, a Milwaukee brewery is using a spruce from the city's official Christmas tree to brew a beer that, well, we, we drink in the first segment of this show, 9.9% uh, beer, and uh, go ahead and play that track. When I went to look at the tree, I, I said, I think that's a spruce tree, and I'm wondering if I could get a couple branches from that, because wouldn't it be cool to do something like that? Usually it turns out to be 8.6%. This year, it's 9.9%. So I, we're just calling it a Christmas miracle. And it's something we're going to keep on doing for years to come. Hey, what are you doing to my tray over there? <laughs> Don't mind me. Just get some some ingredients for my beer. That's like, so that's, the, uh, that's like the, the guy who burned down the tree in front of the Fox Plaza, <laughs> the Fox News tree. Like, I'm just trying to make a beer. No, no, that's not what happened. That was but, uh, Tim Itchger. Uh, from Black Husky Brewery, yeah, they're using wood from the city's official Christmas tree. It doesn't say if it was last year's Christmas tree or is it this year's. He just went one day and just took yeah, some just clippers, <laughs> took some loppers and started <laughs> hacking down the tree. <laughs> Mommy, why is he cutting that tree down? Just Santa, trying to grow a beer, man. Santa hasn't shown up yet. <laughs> so if All you're right. out in the area, Black Husky Brewery. All so right. that's our number one of What's on Tap Radio. See, we're having some fun. We're getting festive here. Hang with us. We'll be right back. And now your weekend forecast. A 100% chance of beer. You've got What's on Tap Radio. I was good at solid gold and did the things that I was told. Chad, you want to guess who the artist is this? Is well, sounds like a trio. Paging Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to hour number two of What's on Tab Radio, playing the songs that uh, won't be on your adult contemporary station this holiday season. Tell me, but this, they should. Tell me, this is the Stooges. This is the Three Stooges. Oh, I love it. Yep, it is. So we're talking during the break. Uh, last story we were talking about this brewery in Milwaukee that uh, brewed a spruce tip beer. With this city's Christmas tree, and it has questioning because it had to be this year's tree. Because if he did it last year's tree, the, it wouldn't be fresh. Yeah, I was going to say fresh, fresh spruce. So in the middle of the night, what are they just with loppers like chop, 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 chop? I can't imagine not right. Uh, so many questions I have, and and Chad was like, "Dude, you totally butchered the guy's name." Oh, yeah, Eichinger. Eichinger, yeah. Yeah, because he's in the north, so just remember, Ice, Eichinger, see, yeah. not Eschinger. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And I'm sure he's a nice guy. He's probably like, hey, man, what did I do, guys? Yeah, yeah, Black Husky <laughs> Brewery. By the way, send us some beer. Um, yeah. <laughs> please. Now I'm going to get a T-shirt from their brewery. Last time I mispronounced oh the town, oh. I got a T-shirt from the, the, the Rusty town. Rusty Gate Brewery up there in uh, Trinity, 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 Texas. Texas. Yeah, James was, James was talking about. This goes down in one of the greatest What's on Tap Radio moments in history By the way, the we're, we're the writing a memoir. Of, we are. Uh, we're actually putting <laughs> together all, a book. Yeah, we are, we are. And of all the, the great moments. There are a lot, a lot of years them. of radio and the shenanigans we've gotten into yeah we're writing the book the yep. question is do you want to publish it because <laughs> we need help in that department but yeah when he, he like, we got a story from peoria illinois and i just I, went I oh my what i said you said peoria, said, peoria, peoria man peoria 
And then I started getting hate mail. Oh my god! I even got a T-shirt. Yeah, it's a baseball T-shirt. It's a baseball T-shirt. It's great for you because you love baseball. I do. All right, so uh, this is uh, hour number two. What's on tap radio? And um, you know, during that break, I just this is what happens when we're in the same studio. We drink a lot faster. Well, that and we have a stunt drinker here. No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So we need to crack open another beer. All right, so. I gave uh, Mario the, the choice of the this twelve days of Krampus. In other words, we were getting to both, and no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Okay, <laughs> but uh, we had the twelve days of Krampus, and I uh, had Mario uh, pick which one, and he picked this the rye. But then, now we're gonna go day nine, the Witter Shins, the holiday wit beer. Uh, but this wit beer comes to you a little higher than normal wit beers. This is seven point three percent. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hold on. So wait a minute. What is this thing called? It's called Witter Shins. What are shins? I don't even know what that means. I don't know. I got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You. You pour the beer. I'm gonna Google. Here, I'll um, let you. I gotta. Right. I gotta, I gotta right, get something. Yeah. Oh, gotta, oh yeah. Is there? There's. There's a call coming in. Yeah, I got. I can that. see it's blinking. Hey guys, I'm Kip, owner of Galaxy Jewelers, over here on Sunset Boulevard. Y'all know what time it is? <laughs> uh, hold my beer and watch this, because you know jewelry shines and criminals do not. Okay. I've gotten the story from many people. Send it to me, what's on tab radio, gmail.com. And yes, I'm getting to it. All right, I get a lot of these. All right, so if I haven't gotten to yours, stop emailing. Did you get my email? Yes, I got it. I got it, okay? And this was sent to me by a few folks. And so I am going to now discuss it. We're going to talk about Thomas Paul Canover. All right, some of you in the North Texas area might know this man. But he allegedly joined others in the pro-Trump mob that stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Why is this relevant? Well, he had a Coors Light was his drink of choice for the insurrection. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Coors Light, the official beer of the Capitol insurrection. After the rioters, quote-unquote, took the Capitol, the Texas man posed for photos inside the building, took selfies and recorded videos all while proudly holding his beer can. And on the day of the riot, Canover posed in multiple photos holding a Coors Light. He's seen double fisting a beer and a coffee as the mob flooded the steps of the Capitol. And another, he is sitting on the steps of the Capitol with his beer as the building is being breached. When he got inside the building, a smiling Canover is giving a thumbs up while holding his beer in front of the Declaration of Independence painting. Hmm. And he says, I don't always storm the capital of the United States of America, but when I do, I prefer a Coors Light. Oh, my gosh. Canover said in one of his videos he posted on Facebook, according to authorities. But bragging on social media about his role in the January 6th riot led to his arrest this week after Facebook photos and videos got the attention of one follower he didn't anticipate. The FBI. The law. The law. (laughs) Yep. Authorities said they were able to confirm Canover's identity and that he was in the Capitol on January 6th through phone records, body camera footage, and his Facebook accounts. Canover, 53, was arrested and charged on a misdemeanor counts of entering a restricted building and disorderly conduct. The resident of Keller, Texas, was released the same day following a court appearance in Fort Worth. But he did go and say... While this was all going on on his Facebook page, he says, I pray to God that nobody does any damage to the stuff in here because I'm not down with that. So maybe that's going to help him. But, you know, breaking in. Well, yeah, that's why that's why he got charged with a misdemeanor. Well, that goes back to what we were talking about, uh, the hold my beer and watch this, where the guys broke into the Coliseum in Rome. 
Oh, not yeah. to do any damage, but just to just have a beer. Sit down, drink a beer, and say I did it. And that's why they only got fined. Like I think it was equivalent to nine hundred dollars. I was gonna say it was like eight hundred bucks. Yeah. While you know somebody from Ireland broke in and like carved their initials, actually did physical damage to the Coliseum, and they hung that guy yeah. from the top. Oh no, I don't no, know they, if they hung him, but uh, <laughs> they probably were penalized a little more harsh than the kids who just had a beer at the Coliseum. But this yeah. guy just wanted to get a selfie inside the the Capitol. With its course Light. Everybody else is jumping off uh, that bridge. I mean, storming the Capitol. Yeah. Can I do it, too? We, they reached out to Coors Light, and they had no comments. But a <laughs> alleged writer why. bragged about drinking beer inside the Capitol on January 6th, and the FBI arrested him this week. So that goes to show, don't be bragging on social media for your crimes, because the FBI might be watching. This is Kip. Y'all just heard Hold My Beer and Watch This. Brought to you by my place, Galaxy Jewelers. And always remember, jewelry shines and criminals do not. Dude, how cool is Kip? Kip's good people, man. Name drop for him, man. Galaxy Jewelers celebrating 50 years in business. Get over there. Yep. 10%, 10% off, right? No, everything. 20%, 30%. 20%, 30%. Everything must 30%, go. 30%? No, the carpet on the floor four, needs to go. 40% off. It's 40%. 40%. It's for, including the antique furniture. Yeah, and this the carpet. Is, you can do that when you've been in business 50 years. Head down to the Rice Village area and check out Kip on the South Side. All right, we got to take a break. but still a lot to get to. We still got to talk about the year in beer in 2021, according to the Brewers Association. We got to talk about the Golden Girls. And uh, all this is so much more. It's What's on Tap Radio. Hang with us. We'll be right back. All right, we're going to eat healthy and start exercising today. <gasps> oh, look. Beer. 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 What's, What's on, on Tap, Tap Radio, Radio continues. Here at What's on Tap Radio, we bring you the classics. And this. <laughs> Welcome back to What's on Tap Radio. Taking all your holiday requests. Give us a call. Ah, we don't take calls. <laughs> <laughs> your kids are listening right now. They're like, oh, I like those guys. See yeah, man, a lot of good beers consumed. We're in the holiday spirit, drinking holiday beers. We started off with the gingerbread stout from <laughs> Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Hang on a second. I'm sorry, James. We're in the holiday spirit. We're listening to Away in the Manger, and we're drinking Krampus beers. <laughs> well, I was going to get to that. <laughs> You're, Chad, you stepped on my... You stepped. I stole your fun fact. You did, you did it. <laughs> sorry. And then we, we, we enjoyed the smoke on the bayou, and now we've gone to the... 12 Days of Krampus from Southern Star Brewing Company out in Conroe, Texas. <laughs> For all and listening you, to the, the Brady Bunch. The, no. Yes, yeah, This Bunch. is Brady Bunch? Yeah, it's Brady Bunch. This is the silver platter singing? What? <laughs> Somebody's going to say, what? I don't understand that reference. No, Clearly, a, you're not a product of the 80s. But uh, I wanted to give a little uh, more discussion of this Witter. Witter Shins. Witter Shins at the labels. Not yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. But Chad was like, I don't really know if that's how you pronounce it. I thought it, it was wider. But, but I Googled, Googled it. Googled. Okay, but you Googled it. And it's Witter Shins. What are, and what is Witter Shins? And Witter Shins what is did actually, you learn, Chad? Not, what, did, what did you learn? It's not just, well, I thought it was two words because of the way it was broken down on the label, but it's one word, Witter Shins. And it is traveling or traversing in the opposite direction of the sun, and it's considered to be bad luck. Oh. So if you want to curse somebody, you dance around, you dance Wittershins around them, 
in the opposite. So you dance around them in opposite direction and, and curse them and cast bad luck on them. But to travel in an opposite direction of the sun, which basically means if you're going in the direction of the sun, the sun comes up in the east and sets in the west, you can only travel Cupid, stop flying west. towards the sun! Is I'm traveling west and I hit the Pacific Ocean. I'm like, I can't turn around and go back because it's Wittershins and it's bad luck. So I don't understand where it comes from, but that that it's it's actually a, a Norse Viking thing, I think. So and it's a, the ABV is a little higher than normal wits. This comes to you at seven point three percent. Yeah, all uh, right. Which most wits come to you at like five. Yeah, five. It's yeah. yeah. But uh, this one's a little stronger. This is the day day nine of the twelve pack of the twelve days of Krampus Southern Star Brewing Company, which flew off the shelves. <laughs> they only made five hundred and fifty of these, and all beers unique. And they did a thing on their Facebook, social media, Instagram. I know I should. I, I know I shouldn't uh, call out one of our sponsors on the show, but next year, Dave, Dave Fuseron, no label name drop, quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, there yeah. yeah. Beer Dad. Yep, Beer Dad. Yep. Um, instead of doing, um, how many you say, five hundred fifty cases of this? Yeah. You should do six hundred and sixty six cases. So here's the deal. I don't <laughs> think there's gonna be one next year because this was a big, big pain in the ass. Oh yeah, it, yeah. Logistically, logistically, it sucks. yeah, because they have to individually pack each 12 pack. It's not like there's a conveyor belt that puts them all in there. There's another 116 cases. They can do it. They can handle it. Yeah. So yeah, just work a little overtime. But I, if you're a craft beer lover and you like good old, old style beers, this was a good 12 pack for you to pick up. Right, Pancake syrup, shoestring beer. Not going to be, not in, this gonna be in there. No, yeah. no. Your traditional styles. So you had some, uh, <laughs> some uh, old ales in there. You had some uh, dry stouts. Just rye. Who put rye? Who put, yeah, people aren't putting rye in beer anymore. <laughs> yeah. I took a sip and it, it reminded me of the old days. Yes. The old days. The classics, like like classic uh, TV shows. Yeah, like when I was sitting down watching the Golden Girls in their heyday. Thank you for being even though I was like, you know, eight years old or something whenever uh, the Golden Girls was uh, out. But, you know, the Golden Girls have like a cult following. If you don't these like, days. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, I, I, I watch reruns. Yeah, the syndication's everywhere. Yeah, kind of like us. And there are people out there that are just fans, fans. I'm not talking about fans that were watching it as, you know, when it was in its prime. No, these are like young Gen Zers, Gen Xers, millennials. Uh, including this one guy in Fly Llama Brewing in Biloxi, this honoring the iconic characters from the Golden Girls TV show with a limited release batch of cheesecake beers. Oh, there it is. Like, now you're getting me. Which you will not find any cheesecake Krampus. beers in the Krampus. Oh, no. No. Come on, Dave. Get it, give it the time. <laughs> He's the golden age of beer. But the owner and brewmaster, David Reese. Does he know us? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. I, I got his name right. A self-described <laughs> huge fan of the show, and he admits that. Proposed creating a mixed four-pack with different beer for each of the four women who lead the show. Now, now if you're a fan... You know why they're cheesecake beers. Well, cheesecake was such a beloved motive of the 1980s sitcom. And there's actually a 17-minute YouTube video titled Best Cheesecake Moments on the Golden Girls. has over, like, a million views. What is it? Was it eight seasons? I think it was. Dude, I don't know. I, I think it was. I think it was eight seasons. And so there's 17 minutes of just cheesecake. <laughs> it took about nine months to get the flavors right. Also, production was complicated because there's actually a nationwide shortage of cream cheese. Oh, gosh. Actually, there is. Yeah. I, I, I did hear about that. Yep. Uh, yeah, can't schmear. 
The four-pack was released on December 18th with a Christmas party at the brewery. And the four cheesecake flavors are strawberry, blueberry, raspberry, passion fruit, and pineapple mango. Ah. So a brewery honors the Golden Girls with new beers. I can honestly say... I don't think I've actually watched an episode, entire episode of Golden Girls. I've seen it here and there, but uh, yeah. oh, oh, seven seasons, seven seasons. Okay, All Mario, right. Mario's coming through our stunt drinker here this in the studio. I I miss having a researcher <laughs> on every episode. I know usually it's like Chad just talking on. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. You buy me time because I gotta, I gotta Google this. Oh my gosh! But you've never watched an episode. Dude, all right, here's what you need to do. Crack, I don't know, man. Crack open, crack open a pastry stout, pretend no. it's cheesecake, and then sit there and watch. And the reason the cheesecake I is... I love so, cheesecake, though. Right. Well, cheesecake's so beloved on there is because they believe that every problem could be solved by cheesecake. Oh, okay. So they would sit down and it's like, you know, I can't believe Rose did this. I can't believe Blanche did that. Oh, man, I don't know. What are we going to do? I don't know. Let's get some cheesecake. Cheesecake solves everything. But obviously, Chad's favorite cheesecake beer would be the blueberry. Sinner. Don't even, don't even talk. Speaking of sinners, I got another story about uh, some some golden girls, if you will. The uh, over in Belgium, the nuns who uh, work at the abbeys and they 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 run the abbeys and function over there. And you, you don't hear a lot of stories about nuns making beer. You, I mean, when was the last time you had a Trappist nun beer? I don't think I've ever had one because yeah, they don't. In the exist. early days of what's on tap radio, I actually interviewed a real monk who brews beer. Oh wow! Yeah. Look at that. Early days. That was BC. That's how, that's how we won that award. It, yeah. <laughs> we was got like, a monk on and nobody else could get him. It was, it was a, the first year of What's on Tap Radio, and I was like, tell me about the time. How's it like brewing like that? <laughs> Do you worry that you're going to spill on your robe, sir? <laughs> I don't know. I was very young. Yeah. I, I was very young. But, hey, you won an award with that right there. And, uh, you know, I don't know. That episode, but uh, all right. It'll, it'll get you pressed. Anyway, yeah. but uh, the Belgian nuns over there, they're, they're trying to figure out uh, if they should get into brewing. Why? Well, because... Some of their abbeys are starting to fall apart. Now, if you're not familiar with this, uh, a lot of the monks, what they do is is they sell, they, they have a brewery on site, and with the sale of all of their goods, whether it's beer or chocolate or the restaurant, uh, the, the, the proceeds go to maintain the monastery or the abbey and protect it and keep it going. Uh, and then after that, they donate the proceeds to charity. Well, the Mardrette Abbey in Belgium, which is a, for nuns, uh, founded in 1893, uh, decided, hey, you know, <laughs> we got some construction that we need to do here. This place is falling apart. We've got uh, leaking roofs and cracked walls, and uh, we, we need to figure out how to pay for it. Well, beer sells, and they decided to partner with monks to be able to put together a couple of beers. So they brewed a 6.8% amber with juniper and clove and an 8% Belgian blonde with coriander and sage, and it is selling like wildfire, going crazy out there. And all the proceeds are going to help take care of the Meredret Abbey. So here's the question: With this being the first that I know of of nuns brewing with monks, is this a trend that we'll see continue? Because as we talked about on a previous episode, there are fewer and fewer monks going into the faith and the profession of the faith, and that means there's Fewer and fewer brewers in the Trappist ministry. Oh, that's a good question. Wow. Maybe nuns start converting and they start making Trappist beers. I can see that happening, especially if it would help them with the repairs they need. Because that's also what they're raising money to help with the repairs that uh, are needed. So it's all a good cause. Interesting. All right. So still 
more to get to, including the year in beer, 2021. We got to look at what the Brewers Association put out. And also, we're going to talk about uh, retail reports that uh, shows some good signs for 2022. So, a lot more to discuss. This is What's on Tap Radio. Hang with us. We will be right back. This is What's on Tap Radio. Now we're talking. The shit. Come, they told me. You see it, Captain Kurt? No. <laughs> A newborn king to see. So earlier in the show, we were talking about, we got an email from a listener, and the subject was Christmas carols from hell. And I don't, see, here's the deal, Chad. I don't want to read off his name because he didn't mention whether we could or could not. Because sometimes they're like, yeah, just don't say my name. Okay. So, I mean, all right. All right. Yeah. You don't need, you, you, for legal reasons, you don't even want to say like, you know, Joey Z or anything like that. I mean, I just, guess I could. First name. It's Roderick is his name. Roderick. 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 Okay. Roderick. Okay. I, I don't want to say that right. because he didn't say whether right. or not. But he sent us an email, what's on tap radio at gmail.com. Subject, Christmas carols from hell. And on this list was William Shatner's Little Drummer Boy. Again, probably a song you're not going to hear on your adult contemporary station. But that's why What's on Top Radio is here, to give the love for those artists that uh, you know, aren't Mariah Carey or Michael Buble. Or you said artists. That's what this is? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all Chad, right. Chad, this has 51,446 downloads. That's, uh, well. That's, and this came out 12 years ago. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, isn't that what our weekly download is on uh, What's on Tap Radio? I was going to say that. Uh, and by the way, this is a good time to plug social media. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Uh, it's at What's on Tap Radio, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Slide into our DMs. Let us know what you're doing this holiday season, what beers you're drinking, comments on the show, something you heard that you like, maybe didn't like, something Chad said that upset you. That's <laughs> at Chad Pillbeam. How awesome I am. That's at James on the radio. You know, there's a number of ways to get a hold of us, uh, including your, you run a business and you're like, hey, you read off those fine sponsors in the beginning of the show. I want to hear my name mentioned. Oh, yeah. Yep. Get a hold of us. we got a lot of stuff going on for 2022 that we're very excited. That's actually why Chad's in town. He flew in uh, from Michigan to have our annual wings and beer end of the year dinner. Our annual business meeting. meeting. Yes, IRS listens to the show. Business meeting, business Uh, meeting. So uh, a lot of good things in store for 2022. Now, speaking of business meetings and things in store for 2022, it's always helpful. And one of the things we do is we do a review of the current year. Yep. And, well, following in our footsteps, the Brewers Association recognizing our efforts to review, they're like, yeah, maybe we'll put out an annual report too. (laughs) I think they they look at us and they decide, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do that too. Yeah. James and Chad do it. We'll just like each other like, okay, we're in. Yeah, yeah, we'll go ahead. Yeah, this sounds like a good business practice. So the Brewers Association, a not-for-profit trade association dedicated to small and independent brewers located in Boulder, Colorado. They are the founders and organizers of such events like the World Beer Cup and the Great American Beer Festival. And uh, shout out to them because they hired our good friend Julia Hers back, heading their American Home Brewers Association. The director, right? Director, director of yeah. the American Home Brewers Association. Love Julia. We're going to get her on in, in the 2022 year. It's on the plan. It's in the plans. Yeah. yeah. So you hear that, IRS? We booked it. Yep. <laughs> All right. Did. So the Brewers Association 
produced and put out their 2021 year in review, their annual report, citing that, uh, quote, it was filled with growth, new growth, not just growth, new growth, economic relief, supply chain disruption, increased cost, and innovation. Now, uh, I know everybody's excited to know, like, well, how many breweries do we have? That's what they really want to know. How many open, how many closed, and all that other stuff? We'll get there. Mario but, just asked that. So yeah, I know. Everybody wants to know that. It's like, all right. Yeah. Well, for the first time, we've been growing and growing and growing. And for the first time in the history of this country here, the United States, over 9,000 breweries. That is a lot. But here's the crazy thing. You think about the growth and the, the expansion. That's a 6% increase over 2,000. I mean, so, I mean, we're just growing. Jeez. Yeah, it's growing. So, and I'm sorry. but so, I'm Sorry, that's a misprint on here. That's a 6% increase from 2,000. The year that shall not be named. That's so it's not a six percent increase over two thousand, six percent increase over the year between twenty nineteen and twenty twenty one. We won't name that year. Also, small and independent American craft breweries. Now keep in mind, when you say small and independent American craft breweries, we're not talking about those large macro breweries and those factories or any of the other former craft breweries that have been bought out. No, they contributed sixty two point one billion dollars to the US economy, provided over four hundred thousand jobs, of which of those 400,000, 140,000 directly with breweries and brew pubs. And the biggest shift in the economic growth and sustainability of breweries came from taproom business. And you might be thinking, oh, wow, that's amazing. Well, kind of. Got to remember, in the year that shall not be named, guess what? Tap rooms closed. They shut them down. And so they had to figure out how to make money on cans. Um, you know, selling packaged beer. And so people bought it and invested in canning lines, which increased the demand. Well, now the taproom business, which now that it's come back, is serving as a lifeline to those breweries because package sales are suffering because they can't get aluminum cans because there's just now a short supply and they're a lot more expensive. So taproom business is sustaining brewers in the year 2021. Another shift in the demographic. I found this, this is interesting here. Uh, of the American beer drinker, according to the Brewers Association, this is the first time that female drinkers under the age of 25 now outnumber their male counterparts. Hmm. They, I don't know how they do that research, but they figured it out that female drinkers under the age of 25 now outnumber men. Interesting. Uh, Brewers Association, we reported on many of these stories to help out businesses with economic relief. The government offering up the American Rescue Plan Act to help out the hospitality industry, putting out their $28.6 billion in relief funds. Uh, but breweries, you don't qualify. No soup for you. Oh. And yeah. Oh, until the Brewers Association said, um, uh, not so fast. And uh, 1,600 breweries received over $450 million in grants because they went and fought on their behalf. Thank you, Brewers Association. Those 1,600 brewers, they thank you as well. Also, the Brewers Association helped out. I love this one. This is still my favorite one. I love this story. The Craft Beverage Modernization and Tax Reform Act, or the CBMATRA, you like acronyms. They save brewers more than $80 million in federal excise taxes. So the Brewers Association working hard, but here are the real highlights. As we told you, over 9,000 breweries in 2021, 710 new breweries opened, 176 breweries closed. Ouch. Yeah, it's a sad moment. Yeah. There was also a huge decline in barley, which is going to increase the cost. That shortage is going to increase uh, the demand because supply is down, cost going to go up. Barley production dropped 31% in 2021 from the previous year, which shall not be named. 
Uh, this is the smallest barley crop in the United States since 1934, one year after Prohibition. And it's the smallest barley crop that North America has had. We get a lot of grain from Canada since 1949. And the Brewers Association predicts that in 2022, there are going to be more breweries opening, higher cost, and higher prices to consumers, a decline in retail sales business, that's the packaged beer, and also even from bars and tap rooms, and record high sales for tap rooms, which, James, we talked about this. If those record high sales in those tap rooms are going to be there, that means they're coming, they're taking business from somewhere else. Are brewery tap rooms killing craft beer bars? Yep, we discussed that. We did. Yep. We did. Now, I do, uh, I don't know, James, do we, do we have time to cover some observations? Yeah, let's look at some observations. All right, I pulled a couple things out of so this. We're feeling optimistic about 2022. Is, I'm excited. I, I do appreciate everything that the Brewers Association uh, uh, has to say about this. But I did pick out a couple of things, being a, a marketer and a sales guy and also public relations. I got to go ahead and, and just jump on this here. Um, the Just in case you're wondering, the $62.1 billion that is being contributed to the economy, it is one-third of 1% of the entire U.S. economy, which is very, it's measurable, obviously, one-third of 1%. Um, but when you say $62.1 billion, that sounds way cooler and then saying we contributed one-third of 1%. But that is from small and independent breweries. Also, uh, anecdotally, the uh, Brewers Association said that innovation has helped the industry but they didn't provide any actual statistics, so there's no word on how Pop-Tart, dog food, stouts, or toenail pizza saisons helped. But <laughs> innovation... You laugh. It's out there. <laughs> somebody's going to make it. Yep. Yep. If also, they haven't already. Yep. Also, the Seek the Seal, the Independent Craft Brewers Seal, that is a big deal of uh, for the Brewers Association. Yeah, that seal is everywhere now. I'm I looking at cans of Southern Star here with the seal on there. It is. Well, 5,600 breweries have that seal, or 85% of them... Oh, wait. No, you got to read the fine print. Read it carefully. 85% of beer volume is produced by a brewery that has that seal. So uh, 5,600 of the 9,000 breweries have adopted the seal, but 85% of that liquid you're drinking by an independent small craft brewer who endorses the seal. And while we talked about the under 25 drinkers, women surpassing men for the first time, no word on the growth or decline of under 25 drinkers who identify as both male or female, neither male or female, or any other species. There's a poll for everything. There is, or acronym or whatever else. And I'm, I'm curious to know when we're going to get those results. Stay tuned for 2022. <laughs> but uh, what Chad's saying is, is craft beer on a comeback? Oh, it is. Yeah. Give me pushing seltzer around. Yeah, it's us. we've been reading that uh, craft beer is taking the shelf space of seltzers. Seltzer was on on the on the rise, and then we heard truly getting dumped out by the millions. Yeah, but, that's happening. All right, so. we got one more segment. We do got one more segment. What do we have in store for that last segment? Hey, remember that Navy SEAL that shot uh, Bin Laden, and he came out with a beer? Well, there's a review out there we're going to discuss, and uh, so much more. Hang with us. One more segment. We'll be right back. And the teacher said, no, Bobby, there's no such time as beer o'clock. Fire that teacher. This is What's on Tap Radio. Rounding out our list from a listener, Roderick. And I don't want to say his last name because he didn't tell us not. We couldn't. But he didn't say we could. But uh, Christmas Songs of Hell... And apparently Regis on this list. 
Last segment of What's on Tab Radio, hanging out in studio, Mario Ortiz, our longtime friends, our stunt drinker this week. Chad Pilbeam flew in town from Michigan for our end of the year meeting that we always have. We went over to the backyard grill and enjoyed some wings. We enjoyed some beer, talked about good things to come in 2022. But I waited, waited, waited till you have to have you in studio. Uh huh. It's for the pretty, beer that we just cracked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't wait. I didn't, I'd like, James, just go ahead and do the last segment by yourself. we've had some fabulous beers throughout yep. the radio program, starting it off with Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company, the Gingerbread Stouts. 2013 allowed Mario to choose the beer that we brought to, or I brought to the table. And then we had the Smoke on the Bayou. What, what 2017, year was that? 2017. That's out of Mario's cellar. Yep. And then uh, we went for the Krampus, the 12 Days of Krampus from Southern Star Brewing Company. And uh, got to close it out with Chad's favorite beer. Oh, it's so good. It's it's absolutely one of my Ryan, favorite beers of all time. It's definitely my favorite Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Ryan Robertson, name drop. He lives the street over for me. Was in uh, over here hanging out the other night. My wife celebrated her 40th birthday. And uh, he dropped this off because he knew that you were coming in town and chad what did you just crack you were so impatient but rules are rules can't crack a beer until the mics are hot what did you just crack i i I cracked open uh chaos and unity all at the same time because it is an anti-imperialistic imperial red ale uh it is it is barley wine meets red ipa it's just this angry bitter aggressive punch in the face beer that then brings everything together it's like watching democracy win and that's what it is it's like it tastes like victory this comrade cowbell celebrating victory over anti-imperialism or rather celebrating anti-imperialism the victory over them commies and this tastes like sweet sweet victory now this is a 2020 comrade cowbell buffalo by your brewing company give them a lot of love these guys because oh. you know what we love love our advertisers you know the, the ones that keep us on the radio each and every week and we're talking about buffalo by your brewing company of course and you know, of course southern star and then Dude, no, label. no label name drops backyard grill backyard grill what that's the whole reason why Chad's in town. It's not so much to, <laughs> to come discuss. Uh, BYG's like, can you come host these beer dinners? Yeah. Yes. And then I was like, wait, you are Chad? Oh, we're going to do this, 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 this. And he was like, Chad was like, no, I want to go to Bucky's. And uh, I don't want to go Bucky's. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, I want to go to Bucky's if I got to take a dump. That's the only, I, if you don't know what Bucky's number two experience is like you you need to experience it because you go in there and like the 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 the, the custodial angels oh, sing when you open the door it, you got your own little seat you got your own little room everything is just pristine clean you got your own sanitizer your own wipes it's it, the paper's soft it's it's just amazing i like the billboards that uh bucky's has Two reasons to go to Bucky's. Number <laughs> one, one and, and number, number two. <laughs> <laughs> the bathrooms are the best. It's like they're cleaner in the bathrooms in my in my own house. But getting back to what I was saying is that no, Chad came in town because he had uh, some business dinners to host, and uh, we got him in studio here, Studio S. What's on Tap Radio Studio? Mandatory so. fun is what we had. Yeah. That's what we had to do. But so. uh, I've, I've been sitting on this beer, Comrade well, Cowbell. Ryan's been sitting on this beer, and he knew that you were coming it's in town so this good. week, and so I love Ryan is one of the co-owners over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company, mm-hmm. and which, by the way, before you guys leave, I got Mario and Chad here. I got plenty of seltzers to go and sunflower <laughs> seeds. So, and seltzers and sunflower yeah. seeds. So if you ever come hang out at Studio S at the What's on Tap Radio Studios, I'm going to send you with some to-go bags. All nice. right. All right. So, at, uh, yeah, Comrade Cowbell 2020, just for you, Chad. I love it. And that's the thing is, is when uh, I 
right after I had COVID, they actually asked me, uh, they said, what's your blood type? And I said, comrade cowbell. That's funny. <laughs> and they went, what? I and I said, pro- no. I, know you, I know you did. I did. Uh, <laughs> again, uh, follow us on our social at what's on tap radio, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We had a lot of great beers. We'll be posting to our social media and uh, give us your, your feedback. Also, while we're plugging this, the podcast. Oh, yep. Everywhere. Chad, I'm very excited. I know you are. Cast Branding sponsors our podcast, and we are everywhere. I don't want any person coming to me and be like, dude, I tried to find your podcast because nope. I couldn't find impossible. it. Impossible. That's yeah, not it's true. It's impossible. You're, li- you're lying. And while you're listening to our podcast, give us a rating or give us a comment. Only or if something. it's five. Because it, it helps our algorithm. Right. Yeah, you know yeah. they they don't like to share our st- or they don't like to move our stuff around in the algorithm without people sharing it. And, right. You know, so anyway, so speaking of great beers, I got a question. If there is a special hop IPA, does that make it a great beer? They use that. I. They use that in marketing. Yeah, they use that in marketing. You know what else they use in marketing? Veteran owned. Yeah. Ooh, limited. Does, does that make it a great beer? Limited is one you hear a lot too. Now, James, we 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 have talked about this. In fact, do you? I think it's cut three. Do you do you, you want? Yeah. Okay. Let me set up. You want to set this up? Let me set the cut up. Okay. okay. So earlier this year, we talked about this uh, Navy SEAL Robert O'Neill. Give his name because he is the one who is <laughs> widely credited with firing the shots that killed Osama bin Laden. All three. Yep. Bang, bang, bang. And uh, he had a new mission was to get people invested in his new beer company, which was the Armed Forces Brewing Company. And he actually put out a commercial for Armed Forces Brewing Company (laughs) that began making the rounds on social media. And that is this cut. And I love this cut. And I I saw this story recirculate and I was like, okay, it gives me another reason to play it. Hi, I'm Robert J. O'Neill, former Navy SEAL Team 6 operator. And I shot a famous guy. Oh, shit. Thrice. <laughs> Got him. This beer is for everybody to drink. It's not some pretentious old beer for some slackster or coffee house misanthrope. Armed Forces Brewing? I like their earlier hoppier stuff. We don't use Broke silly neck. slogans or stupid catchphrases. Who's <laughs> We just make really great beer. So join us today. Invest in Armed Forces Brewing Company. Let's drink beer and kick some ass together. Did they have 16s flying over? The CG. Yeah. <laughs> great, great promotional ad that's making the rounds. And it's great for chatter, yeah. is what it is. But one reviewer tried their beer, so you don't have to. <laughs> that's so how just how special is the Armed Forces Brewing Company's special hops IPA, Chad? I, the, the, the comments on this are, are, are just... And this is bad. not a rip from Reddit. We, kinda. Right. But not the, it. The views it, expressed not. by one Matt Sampson... <laughs> Here on, uh, I'm going to go ahead and plug the site. Why not? Taskandpurpose.com. Um, those are not the views of James Simpson, Chad Pilby, many of our affiliates, or any of our sponsors here. Let's drink beer and kick some ass together. Yeah, that. Okay, we're, I just love that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, no, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll endorse that. We'll drink beer and kick some ass together. But the question is, is uh, it, Matt Sampson says uh, we we rated this beer, or we we evaluated it, so you don't have to. I think he's telling you what he thinks of it up front, and so this is a special hops kind of like special ops because he was a Navy SEAL. See what he did there, and it's a little marketing ploy and a little play on words, but also. He really, this Matt Sampson really take a shot, huh? Navy pun, uh, Navy SEAL pun, uh, at 
uh, O'Neill for his beer because he's marketing it as veteran owned and even goes so far as to imply that. Uh, so what's the deal? You guys uh, get out of the uh, armed forces and can't find a real job. So you got to go ahead and market everything as veteran owned in order to I would to not get on this it. guy's bad side, I was Robert like, O'Neill's side. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, he broke a guy's neck in that commercial. Yeah. I mean, we just yeah. saw it. <laughs> and so the question I guess I have here is, does Matt Sampson really hate this beer or does he just hate IPAs? Because as you read his review, he gives you the indication that he doesn't like IPAs. And a lot of people on social media are coming to the defense of one Robert O'Neill and saying, you know, this review, it stinks because, well, not only is the beer decent, but you know what? The guy reviewing it doesn't like the style. And we've talked about that. If you don't like the style, don't rate it on untapped. Don't rate it on untapped. But this guy tears this beer apart, basically saying, just because it's veteran owned, just because it has a special hop, which it doesn't, I guess it kind of does, whatever, doesn't make it a great beer and don't be fooled and don't buy it. And I'm like, whoa. So anyway, Matt Sampson. He's on a guy's dead list. (laughs) Yeah, it was nice knowing you. (laughs) So we'll get our hands on it and we'll give you an official review. But that is this edition of What's on Tap Radio. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you, Mario Ortiz, hanging out. Our stunt beer drinker. Having Chap Hill be in the studio was nice this week. Uh, but I also want to thank our sponsors, Southern Star Brewing, No Label Brewing, Buffalo Bayou Brewing, Beer Logic Conference and Events, Galaxy Jewelers, The Backyard Girl, and of course, sponsoring our podcast, Cast Branding. So for Mr. Beer Logic, Chad Pilbeam, I am Brew Group James Epstein. Thanks for checking out What's on Tap Radio, and we'll see you back on the radio next week. Have a good week, folks. Cheers. Cheers.